Hello and welcome to the first episode of Brooks Yulenbops. I am Brooke Yulenhop, and this is going to be the music and li- uh, pop culture podcast. Um, and what way to start my podcast other than with the Taylor Swift episode? And I am here with Miss Maddie Beck. She is a news beat writer and Taylor Swift fan. Say hello. Hello. And we bond over our love for Taylor Swift. Um, yeah. But we have different ways that we kind of became fans of Taylor. I've been a fan basically t- since Taylor started in 2006 and really hardcore fan. Like, it's insane. I admit it. Um, but Maddie, you have a different kind of story. Yeah. So I started listening to Taylor Swift in hmm, probably middle school or elementary school. And it definitely brought me closer to a lot of friends and I listened to her like hardcore for a really long time and then I went through a phase where I felt very put down by listening to her by other people specifically men yeah um which I think a lot of girls go through um just being made made to feel as if like things that young girls like aren't good music or um something to be made fun of so once I realized that I was feeling that way, I kind of stopped listening to her so much. Um, or if I did, it would be more private, keep more to myself. Whereas before I was like a big fangirl, went to concerts and stuff. And But then um, actually last year, uh, my second year of college, I realized that I like listening to Taylor Swift and there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to love pop music. I feel like that's something for a whole other time, but like it's so okay to love pop music and it doesn't make you less like sophisticated as a person. Like I really love pop music, but I also really love like classic rock and stuff. And like, I don't care if people think less of me because I love Taylor Swift because like Taylor is such a big role model to me and so many other people and has such an influence on just music as a whole and like, you can't deny that. I there was a point too for me where I was just kind of less like more low key about it, but like I've all, I've seen her like nine times, you know, and like very hardcore stan her, and I'm very much proud of it. Like I even people talk about it, and I like overdo it almost. Like I purposely play up the fact that, like I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Like I just do it on purpose because I'm like, yeah, that's me. You know, I want to be that person. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't think anyone should have to apologize for what they like and like i'm turning 22 which is that my taylor swift birthday in a month and i'm so excited to be the most obnoxious person in the entire world like happy free confused and lonely at the same time it's gonna be my bio i'm gonna be like i'm i don't know about you but i'm turning 22 instagram posts like i'm so ready for that i i was made for this day like that was for me but okay let's transfer or yeah transfer into talking about the most recent thing she's done which was the man music video it came out on friday she kind of just dropped that bomb. It came out at 4 a.m. Or like, one, yeah, 4 a.m. our time because she is releasing things like in London time now because she's a London girl. <laughs> and it was, yeah, I don't... <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I also didn't know how I felt about it. I definitely spent like the whole video trying to figure out if the main character was Taylor Swift because the main character is a man. Um, but they did a really good job with her makeup and it was in fact Taylor Swift, which I found out at the end of the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had some people because she posted a picture of like the man looking out at the, like a skyscraper type thing. And a lot of people were like, she's not going to do it like that. If she turns around and that's Taylor, like I'm going to lose it. And then we saw the video and it was like, oh, yeah, it's Taylor. And like some people were kind of uncomfortable with it because of like 
the whole idea of a woman dressing up and like being like a man and that kind of stuff and it kind of doesn't play into the meaning of the song there was one scene in particular i really loved and it was um it was a reference to the whole serena williams like quote unquote meltdown how like people painted that as her having a meltdown and she like alludes to that with like the man having a meltdown and she called it um like a man tantrum a mantrum a mantrum that's what it was <laughs> and i just like really loved that other than that i was just kind of it's not my favorite taylor video i really loved the fact that she directed it and did it all herself but yeah i totally agree i'm more of a fan of the song without the video the Same. song in itself put uh was really important to me is really important to me as a woman yeah i i agree it's definitely also i love it so much because i'm a big fan of like 90s pop music and that to me has that type of beat where I'm like, this could demolish the pop charts. And I think it will. It's becoming a single, but I just, there's so many songs where I'm like, this is like how you get the girl. 90s pop and I freaking love it. <laughs> like I love it so much. And it's it makes me so happy. But let's talk about her music. Okay. <laughs> so Taylor's music is very special to me uh, for a multitude of reasons. Like when people ask me what my favorite Taylor song is, I usually don't tell them my actual answer because that song is so like important to me because I got to like thank her for it when I met her and it just means a lot. It's very like, this is, sounds so weird probably, but it's like a very intimate moment to like share your favorite song with someone and especially with like your favorite artist, you don't want to like ruin that mm -hmm. and like associating songs with people ruins things. Like Maddie, <laughs> Maddie literally asked me one day, she was like, do you have a song associated with like the person you like? And I was like, Sadly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely can ruin songs for you, but they also make them really important to you. I think I have like a lot of songs by Taylor Swift that remind me of specific moments in my life. It almost reminds me of like perfumes, you know, how you have perfumes <laughs> that uh, will trigger certain memories. I have the same way with Taylor Swift songs, albums even. Like they just go back to a very specific time in my life, very specific feelings I had in it. Uh, that's She's, something that really special that I always like that with her music it just brings me back to a certain time and uh reminds me of like how I was feeling she's even talked about this but it's really weird how like her albums go with what the fans are going through and it's like I can't eat like I've never gone through a breakup or anything but I fully relate to that thing it's like all too well makes me cry you know it's like I've never gone through that but I she makes me feel the same emotion she feels and it's like that is crazy you know mm -hmm. that's genius mm -hmm. and i also just want to address the myth that like all of her songs are about boys or love oh songs. my god <laughs> don't even get me started one day i literally wrote out every single song that wasn't about like an ex and there was it was like majority of the songs i was like take that also i knew you were trouble is not about harry styles despite popular belief <laughs> just want to throw that out there it's one of my biggest pet peeves it's like no it's not it's about jake gyllenhaal Sorry, I just, like, lost my train of thought. There was, like, Oops. I will share my favorite song. So my favorite song is Starlight. It makes me feel so happy. Pure serotonin. It's just, like, happiness. It makes me want to, like, dance around in my kitchen, like, or in, like, a rainstorm, like she talks about in Fearless Gate. It just makes me so happy. And it's a – she based it on a photo she saw of Bobby Kennedy and Ethel Kennedy. And she just, like, wrote this whole song about them based off a photo. And it's just like, that's insane. Like, you can just create this whole storyline and lyrics based off her photo. And I think that goes to, like, the genius of her lyrics. And 
my favorite thing, and it's like one of those things that a lot of people quote from the song is, don't you dream impossible things? And it's just like such a simple, I literally have it tattooed on me. <laughs> it's such a simple lyric, but it just means so much. And like it says so much at once. And I think that's her, she's literally a poet. Like she says so much in her songs that we could just dive right into that. Maddie and I spent a while the other day writing down our favorite and like best Taylor lyrics. And I think we need to start with All Too Well because <laughs> as much as people like to debate or like Swifties like to debate what Taylor's best song is, lyrically it has to be All Too Well because like, wow, wow. Definitely. Wow. I know Rolling Stone called Long Live like her Bohemian Rhapsody, but like All Too Well, you have to admit, like, and it's one of those songs I feel everyone says it's like their favorite Taylor Swift song and you just gotta know why yeah well I really liked what she talked about it once um about how it was very specific to her and she didn't really think anyone would like it and she kind of just wrote it for herself thinking no one would like it because they can't relate and it's a very specific thing and it ended up being like one of her top loved songs by fans and like even I it's it's probably my favorite song um the Grammy do you remember the grant when she's singing at the Grammys yes on the piano and yes. she was like crying i watch that all the time because it gives me chills and then yeah. when i saw her um in arlington at the rep tour she sang it and like that's the one that's in the the movie and i was like fully sobbing and i don't care if that was the fifth time she had sang it like acoustically it was so much because when i saw her on red tour i didn't that was like when i was in my phase where i was like i don't really like red i'm still gonna go see her in concert i wasn't really a fan of red the album at the time now i'm like i'm so stupid i love red that's my second or third ish favorite album 1989 is my main hoe love her shout out to 1989 um but yeah it's just so i got to see it again i was very happy about it but I just think it's um, really cool to see an artist be so vulnerable with their feelings and with that specific, like, person and the specific memories. And for her to, like, lay that out there for everyone else to see is, like, so vulnerable and so important because, like, people can relate. Even though it was very specific, like, that doesn't mean that people can't relate to it. Yeah. Like, the lyric, maybe we got lost in translation, maybe I asked for too much. Or maybe this thing was a masterpiece till you tore it all up, bro. <laughs> and running scared, I was there. I remember all too well. And you call me up. This is the part that gets me every time because she, like, screams the lyric. And you call me up again just to break me like a promise. So casually and cruel in the name of being honest, bro. Bro, <laughs> it's so good. I've definitely screamed those lyrics oh. in my car crying. Uh, I think yeah. I tweet that lyric, like, <laughs> once a month. Cause it's just so good mm -hmm. and then um then it ends with like i'm a crumpled up piece of paper lying here you can just like envision that like her laying on the kitchen floor crying mm -hmm. and it's just like oh my god like her she's so good at writing bridges it's insane like that's why i'm like she's a poet and like she writes her own poetry too but it's like these lyrics you can't deny the fact like she's a master at writing lyrics mm -hmm. and like even in the rest of the like the song there's parts where it's like you taught me about your past think you near future was me that hurts <laughs> damn that hurts yeah that one hit different <laughs> and like uh my favorite song one of my favorite songs from lover her newest album is cruel summer and just the very first line is favorite dream high in the quiet of the night you know that i caught it bad bad boy shiny toy with the price you know that i bought it it's just it's so good mm -hmm. <laughs> i mm -hmm. can't 
What's your favorites? My favorite lyrics? Yeah. Well, I don't know about specific lyrics because, like, obviously, so All Too Well is, like, definitely one of my favorites. I just want to talk about Dear John in oh. general because I have very... She, even, like, to this day, which it's been over 10 years because Speak Now came out in 2010, so it's been 10 years since, like, that'll happen. She won't sing it because it's, like, too sad for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that song, I definitely have, like, very specific memories associated with, and I have a person associated with that song <laughs> and, like, how much they hurt me. And um, I, it just makes me really emotional, and it makes me feel better. And it helped me to even realize that, like, I was being, like, emotionally, like, abused, kind of emotionally manipulated. And so, like, that's why, like, one of – this is just, like, one of the examples of why her music is so important to me because I don't think I would have realized it unless I, like – listen to this song and like heard her talk about it and like I was kind of able to put the pieces together and be like wait this is kind of like what I went through and yeah it still like really like hits me different and whenever I listen to it by myself in the car again I'll be screaming the lyrics probably crying getting really emotional so like every lyric in that song is important to me but I'm shining like fireworks over your sad empty town Mm -hmm. damn or like you paint me a blue sky and go back and turn it to rain or gray it's like yeah. i say both sometimes but i think it's gray yeah no, it's rain um, but like long were the nights when my days once revolved around you counting my footsteps praying the floor won't fall through again like that one's really important because like i really felt like i had to be like walking on eggshells with this person like not sure what their mood was gonna be in the lyric about like uh you call me and i don't know which side of you i'm gonna get on yeah. the phone yeah exactly yeah see you like, just relate it just relates so much and then like um her song out of the woods is about anxiety you feel during a relationship and it's so that's why it's like repetitive like are we out of the woods yet are we out of the woods yet are we out of the woods mm-hmm. and some people don't like that but i think for me that part like the anxiety and like the repeating of the words it makes so much sense because like when you have anxiety it's like that's what you go through in like your head you're constantly repeating the same things and it just she expresses that so well and like in wildest dreams you know the background is her heartbeat and because it's like she's feeling this intense heart beating because she's like so anxious and stuff and you can feel that through the song and stuff like that or like in clean clean is such a beautiful (laughs) song like she has all these deep cut songs that people don't listen to because they're like oh i don't like like taylor swift because of you know shake it off which shake it off is a whole bop and like style style is um it was a single and that's literally one of my favorite songs i know people are like if people have this weird thing with singles by artists where it's like if you like the single you're like not a real fan i'm like no style by taylor swift is one of my favorite songs that is my hype song i'm a model when i'm like <laughs> listening to the song i'm like strutting my thing you know that song is amazing but yeah. she has all these like deeper songs that just have deep really like nice meaning it's like tied together with a smile from her first album is literally about like her friend having an eating disorder and how she wanted to make her feel better and Mm -hmm. that song means so much to me or like the outside and invisible Mm -hmm. yeah two and two more that um that i kind of like correlate together or have also been important to me are um begin again and clean yeah (laughs) begin again and clean just like remind me i think when i'm like at my most sad in regards to relationships usually that like you know like i'll be able to start over i'll be able to find someone else and like they like you know it's like a clean slate new chance like and they're just like very soft and like wholesome and just reminds you that like everything's gonna be okay and clean you can relate to so many types of events it's just Mm -hmm. it's one of those songs where 
people always say, which Taylor songs would you tell people to listen to? And my first, the first on my list is always clean. Because it's just one of, it's just that song, you know? Mm-hmm. And another thing I wanted to address was how she, Better Man and Babe. Because she wrote those songs for other people. Better Man she gave to Little Big Town, which is a country group. And I prefer, like, the version of Taylor singing it better. But those lyrics are amazing. It's, it's from, like, the Speak Now Red era-ish. And one of them is sometimes in the middle of the night, I just miss you again, or I can feel you again, but I still miss you and I just wish you were a better man. And another one goes, I gave to you my best and we both know you can't say that. Like, wow. That just, ooh, (laughs) I feel that, you know? It's just like, ooh. (laughs) And I don't know, it's just, I don't know how to explain my love for Taylor Swift to people because it's such an intimate thing. But I know, like, I've met, so many cool people because of taylor swift yeah i have my best friends are across the country i have a best friend that lives in italy i got to travel to texas to hang out with my friends that i met through taylor mm-hmm. and we got to see taylor together and it was just like such a cool feeling and you know even telling taylor like hey i met these people through your app that was a shithole <laughs> and she laughed about it but she was like that's so cool that like you guys met through me you know and like that's it's a really cool thing and i you know, even all half my LinkedIn connections are Taylor friends. Mm-hmm. And I just like talk to them all the time. And like, we're all across the country. And it's just like a special thing when you get to meet them. And it's just, it's one of those weird things that like, that you don't, people don't think about. And people think it's weird to like talk to people on the internet. But it's like, I wouldn't be as happy as I am. in like this point in my life without that, without my Taylor friends, you know? Yeah. I th- I met my best friend from like kindergarten through eighth grade, Caitlin Solis, Caitlin. because of Taylor Swift. We bonded over her, and our other friend Natalie. Like we all just bonded over her together, and like that we became like three best friends because of her. I met you because yeah. of her. Like it's like really cool and like really important to like have this bonding, like the bonding element of her music in your life. Yeah, it's just music is so powerful. I think and. Just having that one person. She's been the one constant in my life for 13 years, and it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's weird to think about because it's – and I also love the way that she, like, connects with her fans through Tumblr. Like, I hate Tumblr. It's a – Robbie's giving me a look. Um, <laughs> but Tumblr – Taylor Swift Tumblr is a whole place. Um, but I – because I, I prefer Twitter bet more. But it's just um, a place, like – how she connects and people think it's like disingenuous but she's very genuine person and i think it's a she's a really good role model to have for anyone of all ages and just to wrap things up i want to like people to realize because an argument people always have against taylor is that her fans are 13 year old girls i have so many guy friends half my friends are in their mid-20s like it's not just that and I just want that to, like, stop because it's, like, have we been 13 since 2010? I wish, <laughs> but no, you know? Yeah, I would say, like, even if her fans were all 13-year-old girls, like, who cares? Why do you need to, like, put people down for yeah, listening to her? Exactly. And it's just, like, an annoying thing that why does it matter her demographic when that's the people that are going to change the world anyway? So, mm-hmm. anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening. Stream Lover, um, this has been Brookule and Hop from Brooke and Bops and Maddie Beck from News <laughs> <laughs> Audios